Well, hello, all you cool cats and kittens. <laughs> now, what's up, y'all? This is Anthony, the Tea with Anthony uh, coming to you live on this good Thursday. I know we were supposed to have a show on Monday, but I had a lot of homework. I had to get done and study. I'm trying to be a essential person for life and get a degree that works. But furthermore, I'll let you know I did miss you guys. And a lot of things have happened since Monday, since over the weekend. And uh, we're going to be here and talk about it. Yes, this is the Tea with Anthony podcast. Uh, and we're going to get down to nitty gritty because people are grimy. Uh, first and foremost, before we begin, you know, I'd like to update y'all on uh, the current status of the COVID-19, which is still an uh, issue we're having here in the United States. And do forgive me if I sound like a real man or Debo. Uh, the pollen in Texas right now is extremely high and I'm suffering from allergies. So I don't want y'all to think I got that Rona. Uh, I sound like holiday heart. <clears throat> but uh, to go over a few numbers for you um, with the COVID-19, uh, the United States has topped it at 1.2 million, 2, 1.2 million uh, confirmed, 171,000 recovered, 74,000 Deaths. Now, that's just uh, here in the United States alone. Uh, here in the great state of Texas, Texas, uh, 32,000 confirmed cases, 16,000 have recovered, and we've had 884 deaths in the state of Texas due to the COVID-19. Now, here locally, uh, Jefferson County, which uh, Texas, which is Beaumont, Port Arthur, Orange, which orange, we're going to talk about y'all ass in a minute with y'all celebrity football star, uh, <laughs> Earl Thomas. But uh, Jefferson County, we have had uh, 325 cases. Now, this is it's went up about 100 cases since I've last talked to y'all last week. Remember, we had 224. Uh, this week is 325. So we've had 101 more confirmed cases here in Beaumont, Texas. Uh, we now have a recovered number of 40 and. 23 deaths. Now, I don't think uh, they're accurate on the deaths because um, there were a lot of people have perished uh, at a couple of nursing homes we had here in Texas, uh, in Beaumont. And I just don't think they're updating the numbers right. But I mean, 325 confirmed versus 23 deaths. I mean, again, it is going to sound kind of harsh, but there are casualties in war, you know, and all these people did have either underlining, underlining diseases or or were in the age range of 50, 60, 70, on up to 80. So let's continue to keep our thoughts and prayers uh, to these people who are losing their lives during the COVID-19. Since Texas has reopened as of last Friday, Jefferson County Tech Governor uh, reopened the state of Texas uh, for businesses, restaurants uh, to, they can open, do and have a 25% capacity. They're still doing to-go orders, to-go alcohol, uh, the cases have increased uh, throughout the state of Texas, actually up by a thousand, almost like when Georgia opened. Georgia opened one day, the next day they had over a thousand cases. So uh, people are still not washing their hands. People are still not social distancing. Uh, so if they don't continue to do this, the numbers are going to fly rapidly again. Uh, tomorrow, which is May the 8th, uh, Texas is going to open up. Texas is, is going to back to open back up. Uh, your nail shops, barber salons, tattoo parlors, massage parlors. Uh, it's things of that nature. That way, nobody got to sneak no more around like our mayor 
here in uh, the city of Beaumont and the Dallas, <laughs> the Dallas hair salon owner who practiced, who did, who did hair during the governor's shutdown. Uh, but now they're fighting to get her out of jail because she spent seven days in jail. We'll get back to that story in just a minute. But just uh, that's just a little update on the COVID-19. Uh, you guys, please, please wash your hands. Continue to do social distancing to the best of your ability. Yes, we are all fucking bored. Um, ready to do things, ready to get out the house. But, you know, it's not going to go away like they wanted to. And I mean, you can't live your life being scared, but you can take precautions. So if you have to go to the store, if you have to do this, wear your mask, stop wearing gloves. If you're not going to change your gloves after you touch something, stop wearing them. I'm sick of y'all walking around here with them sweaty ass gloves, thinking y'all protecting yourself. Stop wearing gloves. They harbor bacteria. They have condensation inside. It is moist. Germs, bacteria grow in moisture. Stop wearing gloves. Wear your mask, wash your hands, sanitize. Now, let's get on to the good gossip since we didn't got through that. Uh... <laughs> So let's go back to Orange, Texas. Orange, Texas, Fruit City, they have their first black mayor. Uh, they got, I forgot when he got into office. Um, Orange is a small Texas town. It is, the first, it is the first city you will come into when you enter Texas from the Louisiana border. And Orange is known for having, well, housing and having a uh, celebrity football player from there. He goes by the name of Earl Whitney Thomas. <laughs> Earl Whitney Thomas was a uh, first round draft pick in 2004, was it? No, 2014. No, not 2014, 2010. First round draft pick, uh, number 14, went to the Seattle Seahawks. Uh, there won the Super Bowl in 2014, Super Bowl 48, and then got uh, drafted or picked and went to the Baltimore Ravens. Where back uh, in March 2019, he signed a $55 million contract. $32 million of that is guaranteed. And he decided on the, <laughs> on the day of April 13, 2020, which this is almost, it's like three weeks old. I don't know why the news and the media is just now putting it out. I guess they didn't have anything else to talk about. We're going to talk about it because he's from this area. Um, Him and his wife kind of got into an altercation about something about the NFL or something. And his brother, Seth Thomas, uh, came and picked him up. Now, this is uh, April 13, 2020 in Austin, Texas. Well, his wife, Nina Hesser Thomas, uh, was looking for him and decided to get on social media and Snapchat, which I say Snapchat is the best cheating app if y'all going to cheat because, you know, everything deletes. But somehow she was able to track him on Snapchat. Well, on Snapchat, she saw that he was with another woman. Now, let me tell you about these hoes. These babe, these women getting bold, baby. They are savages. Classy, bougie, ratchet. He was on Snapchat with another female. So his wife, Nina, round up two of her homegirls and followed his location to an Airbnb rental. Bust up in there with a gun one of her homegirls had a knife. What did she see? Earl Thomas in the bed, buck naked, 
him and his brother Seth Thomas with two women. Now, I know the old saying, bros before hoes, but I don't want to be in the bed naked with my brother. There's dingling and twat juice, and, and surely they was having an orgy of some sort. But to each his own. I mean, I would expect that for somebody in Vida, but not in Orange. <laughs> so, uh, push come to shove. Uh, the wife brought um, Earl's 9mm Beretta, uh, but she took the magazine out. But there was still a, a round in the chamber. And she was waving the gun, had the gun line of, uh, like a foot away from his head, you know, confronting him. She even told the mistresses, the girls, shut up, hoes. You know, I got something for y'all. One of her friends had a knife and was swinging at the mistresses. But get this. This how bold it was. That girl, with one of the mistresses, was in the bed recording the whole thing. Sitting in the bed, bucking naked, recording the whole altercation. It didn't say where his brother Seth was. It didn't say where the other mistress was. But, Lord. I, <laughs> I don't know what to say, you know. To each his own, how you run your household. But if, and I think he wanted to get caught if you put it on Snapchat because he knew his wife was going to see it. But anyway, uh, he didn't get into trouble. She actually got arrested. And uh, also a restraining order. How you put a restraining order on your, uh, on your wife, a trespassing order for catching your ass because you don't know how to cheat. Uh <clears throat> Ooh, excuse me. Uh, he was not arrested, but uh, I did not a restraining order. He put a emergency protective order requiring her to stay 200 yards away from her and his alleged mistress. So which means him and the mistress must got something going on. Him and Nina must be getting a divorce because they did have that extravagant wedding back in April 2016 where people like Russell Wilson and Sierra and other celebrities were there or whatever. But uh <laughs> Nina's attorney, Jonathan Goins, was like, he's here to declare his client, you know, category denies the allegations. We'll look forward today in court to clear her good name. Of course, reached out to Earl Thomas. Uh, this fool going to say, instead of talking about us, keep us in y'all prayers. Stuff like this happens. We're trying to live best as we possibly can. Sometimes it doesn't go as planned. I need somebody to explain to me. Is he justifying the fact that he's cheating and he won't pray? That's why I stopped praying for a lot of you niggas. And <laughs> you and your alleged mistress put a 200 foot restraining order against your wife, but you want us to pray for y'all. And that's why when a lot of y'all get on social media and be like, silent prayers, please, prayers, please kiss my ass. I'm not paying, praying for you because shit like this. He want us to pray for him because he got caught cheating. With his mistress, and he got a restraining order against his ex, his wife. Or, um, not a restraining order. I keep saying restraining order, but uh, where she can't be within two hundred feet of him, him or his alleged mistress. That's some bullshit. But this is the. I mean, he's human. People are human. And actually, today is his birthday. Happy birthday, Earl Whitney Thomas. You fucking cheater. We're gonna pray for you uh, <laughs> and your mistress, bros before hoes. God damn. Uh, but yeah, speaking of which, they might as well just do an OnlyFans page. Because you know, OnlyFans is coming, is making it big. It's traveling. I mean, <laughs> traveling. OnlyFans is, oh my God. Speaking of OnlyFans, there's a story of a young lady uh, in Indiana 
who is a mechanic for a Honda dealership. Her name is Kristen Vaughn. Uh, she made an OnlyFans because... Well, let's first let's just explain what OnlyFans is for people who don't know what an OnlyFans account is. OnlyFans is a online service where people like you and me, you don't even have to have a nice body, can get on there and make amateur porn videos. You get on there, you record yourself, people can tip you, they can like, they can comment, and you charge people a monthly fee to see you patting, jacking, kissing, licking, orgies, whatever. And it became very, very popular during this pandemic, especially when a lot of uh, cities, towns, states, and countries were on lockdown. You couldn't go anywhere. And I mean, we're all human. Humans are horny. And everybody created, started making OnlyFans page where they're sitting there either fondling themselves, playing with toys, um, working out naked, cleaning up naked. I mean, it's just it's just a whole bunch of freaky shit, which I don't knock anybody for doing it because I have a, a high respect for strippers and prostitutes. So uh, and a lot of people advertise on their social media pages. Twitter, baby, Twitter is lit twitter is like porn hub now they have twitter after dark they have people you can put samples of your only fans on twitter unlike instagram and facebook because it's nudity they'll take it off but twitter you can put your sense you can put your like a, a clip of your only fans in the link and people can go buy it and watch it now the only problem i have with only fans and i'm gonna get to the story about miss Kristen vaughn a lot of you people with these OnlyFans is charging too goddamn much for 46 seconds of footage. And then y'all putting emojis covering y'all body parts. I want refund on some of y'all. I didn't wrote, I didn't email the company on some of y'all because yes, I am nosy and I want to see. And so I didn't order and subscribe to some of these pages just to see what y'all be doing. And it ain't worth it. If y'all trying to get out for free, they got a website, they got an app called My Vidster. Download it on Apple Store and Google Play. And y'all can watch all the free porn you want. But some of you people is getting over on this OnlyFans. And then once you subscribe, they want you to tip them or get their ass some more money to see ex uh, exclusive footage. So it's a money making scheme, just like how y'all selling these ISO teas and goalie uh, apple cider vinegar gummies. OnlyFans is a scam, too. It's just you get to see little twat, penis, titties, whatever you're into, because they got it all on there. From midgets to transvestites, whatever you want is on the OnlyFans. But getting back to the story. So Kristen Vaughn, a highly recommended and well-known mechanic for a Honda dealership in Indiana, was fired. Now, mind you, Indiana is a fire at will, uh, at will state, meaning there's only certain states in the United States of America that can fire you for any reason. And Indiana is one of those states. Texas is, too. She, um, I mean, due to the COVID-19 work hours were cut, she had to make ends meet. So she created an OnlyFans account. Well, some of her coworkers found out about it and saw it on her Instagram, on her Twitter and confronted her about it at work and asked, were, you know, Technically, she said like making sexual advances or sexual harassment because she's a female in the in the male dominated industry of being a mechanic, which a lot of females are in there, but they bulldoggers. She wasn't a bulldogger. So uh, instead of like 
Okay, so she reported it to management. Management fired her because you have to separate separate work and your private life. And that brings down the question, is it ethically or morally, should they have fired her because she has what she does outside of work is considered inappropriate? Or are they doing that just because she wouldn't give them sexual advances or a free peep show? Because she says some of the male... Her male employees, uh, co-workers, were, you know, like, well, if you do this on camera, how much you do it for such and such and such and such? So the question goes, ethically or morally, should she have been fired? Uh, when reached out, human resources, well, not human resources, a lawyer reached out to the Honda dealership and asked, well, what did she violate? Uh, they couldn't just specify what she violated, but he did say that it's a bad look. For when customers, clients come into the Honda dealership and know that the mechanic is also a porno star. So um, she's finding out the hard way. Um, You know, sometimes you need to keep that private. You know, she should have changed her name. She could have wore a mask, a costume. People are into all that. Um, But it, it raises the question, can you have a professional job and then be do porn or pornography on the side, which is nobody's business. She had to make her ends meet. Uh, But we'll, uh, I'm still following that story um, to see what the outcome is going to be for Miss Vaughn. Our prayers are out to her. I mean, apparently everybody says she's a great mechanic, but, and she's a pretty girl. If you look up Kristen Vaughn, I just hate that, you know, something like that, uh, got her fired. But again, if it's against company's policy and you can't have this, you I mean, then what, what can you do? Really nothing uh, about it. So Earl Thomas, y'all might want to <laughs> go ahead and start y'all on the fans, uh, you and your mistress, since y'all want to do all that. But let's bring it back to, uh, you know, I love talking about Texas. Texas is my home state and how this Dallas salon owner was jailed. Uh, our mayor should have been jailed, but she wasn't. Um, but uh, Dallas salon owner Shelly Luther, of, uh, owner of Salon a la Mode in Dallas, uh, sentenced seven days in jail for violating orders to keep her business closed during the pandemic. Uh, once uh, Greg Abbott and Attorney General Ken Paxton found out about this, they were livid. They went out and called for immediate release of Shelley Luther. Um, Paxton says he finds it outrageous, out of touch during this national pandemic. A judge would jail a mother for operating a salon, an attempt to put food on her family's table. Wow. I mean, Texas, I love my state, um, but we, we are white privileged all the way. Um but she she was she's going to she got released. Um, she re- reopened her salon days after the stay at home order was in effect in March. She operated business uh, cease and desist letters from county judge temporary restraining orders must be closed. And she quote, I needed to feed my family. My stylist could not feed their family. Um, uh, she received a federal loan. Then uh, they found her of contempt of court, sentenced her a week in jail and ordered her to pay thousands of dollars in fines. So. Um, she'll get out since the Texas attorney is going to get her out along with the attorney general, Kim Paxton. 
Uh, but that's just to show you guys how privileged uh, a lot of people are in this world, especially in the great state of Texas. Well, that's all the time we have for today. Um, I need to get ready for work and go be essential. I hope you guys enjoyed this uh, episode of the Tea with Anthony podcast. I know I went kind of fast, but I'm I'm high off of this venti ice caramel cloud macchiato from Starbucks. And um, I just want to get on here and say thank you all. Thank you guys. 